two, three, funk it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode, another fire episode, another controversial. I mean, I don't know. I, just, I don't. I don't know how many actors I can give about this episode. This this good episode podcast episode. Did I say it right? Yeah, forget it. You know what I mean. I'm excited. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. I know I did one yesterday, but I but I love you guys so much. So I'm gonna do another one today. I'm probably do another one Friday. Regarding the Green Bay, Green Bay Packers and Aaron Rodgers' future with the Green Bay Packers. So, y'all stay tuned to that. But for today's episode, we're going to talk about what we know now. Giannis is out. For, uh, Giannis Adetokounmpo, the Bucks superstar for the Green, I'm not Green Bay Packers. I'm, I'm, I'm having a brain fire moment right now. But for the superstar for the Milwaukee Bucks, Giannis Adetokounmpo is out with a left hyperextended, with left, I don't know, I think it's left or right. It might be right. He has to rising a right knee hopper extension. We know that now. Uh, and with that being said, I don't really know what the extent of Trey Young's injury. I don't really know if he's going to be in or out. I mean, we don't know that they right now. They're saying it's a game time decision. So as of right now, we don't know. But I mean, I'm going to say he's out because they played well last game without him. So I think they're going to probably just rest him again. They might play him. And with Trey Young's injury, it's Really, it's really about his mobility. Really, it's really not really about the other things and whatever. It's about his mobility. If he can move on it, if he can't move on it, they're not gonna play him. If they do and he can't move, it's gonna be pretty much stupid. It's gonna be pointless, really, to have him out there. It's gonna be he's gonna be up. And then, and the crazy thing is, when the Bucks were going on that run in, I think the game three, Trey Young was injured and they tried they, they brought him back in and didn't it really didn't do nothing for the Hawks. It actually made him worse, but. The Hawks even worse on defense, so and it made him even more of a liability. He's already a liability because he's short. And if the Bucks figure that out, which they should have figured out a long time ago, but um, yeah, yeah, that's that's really been pissing me off though. I'm sorry I got loud on that, but I, it pissed me off. Like it just this entire series, you, I hate when you, when the Bucks do that, and the Bucks are so irritating because they all do it one game and then the next game they just figure it. They uh they forget the oh. We should, we did that last game, so we should do it again. Like they don't, it, it's so inconsistent. Like it's so, and it's so irritating. It pisses me off to the max. It literally makes me pull my hair out every time. Like it just, it does. And I'm, I'm not a guy that have high anxiety, and I'm not like a stressful. Like I don't get stressed out that easy. Like I'm just a cool, cool, cool guy. Like I'm just, I'm not really. I don't get stressed out quickly or easily. But this game just makes me get stressed. Like. Sports is one of them things that are just the exception. I get stressed out about Packers games and um, Bucks games and probably Brewers games too also. It's so stressful, especially around the playoffs. It's so stressful. That's probably the only thing that can make me stressed out. Everything else really doesn't really make me get stressed out as much. I'm really a guy where I can keep it in. And, like, you can, I can be mad at you or I can not be – I can be mad at somebody or I can be not feeling well, but you ain't going to see it. You're, you're, I'll be smiling the entire time. And that's, uh, that could be a bad or good thing. I might need therapy for that, but that's another uh, – that's for another day. But, yeah, like, speaking of, like, the uh, Packers, I mean, the Packers, uh, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers has until Friday. Yes, yeah, Friday. Friday at 4 Eastern, 4 p.m. Eastern to opt out of the his Green Bay Packers contract. 
So, I mean, that's going to be a fun, it's going to be interesting, a controversial episode. I got a lot of stuff to say about that. You probably know some of it, but I got a little bit more to say about that. And also, um, I, speaking of, before I get to the news about the Packers, I mean, the Bucks and how what's going on with them, um, I heard some news about that they said uh, that the U.S. people, U.S. swim team or whatever, I think they're, their association or the rules now is where they can't wear shower caps, like with the, not shower caps, but like, you know, the swim caps, which is stupid. It doesn't make sense. I feel like at the end of the day, it's like, I don't want to bring race in it, but it is race. It's, it's all about race. It really is. I'm like, y'all, they ain't going to help y'all from not getting dusted. Y'all going to still get beat by us. I mean, that don't, they ain't going to help y'all not from, from not getting beat. Like, it, I feel like it's, that's a race thing because, like, you know, most black women have natural hair and, like, need they need that cap to, like, keep their natural perfect or whatever. And it just feels like that just, it was like a dig almost like, yeah, you can't wear caps. So you just got to swim with your hair, which is stupid. It doesn't make sense. But that's the Olympics and that's the Tokyo Olympics. But, it's whatever. I mean, yeah, we still gonna beat y'all on everything. It don't matter. Like people think that was gonna be a like a oh that was gonna be a downfall. No, we still gonna probably beat y'all and probably swimming, uh, uh, the gymnastics. We always beat you in probably uh, Simone Biles and dusted all y'all, all the women in gymnastics. I mean, I mean, like there's nothing else to say about Simone Biles. Simone Biles is a whole legend in these streets. I mean, we got track and field. We're not even gonna talk about track and field. We we gonna dust you in that too, with the, especially the women's. Track and field, but gonna, we gonna dust you on that. I mean, you got the uh, U.S. We always do that. We we really don't have nothing to prove in basketball. Really, we're the best basketball team. I mean, that's why I think LeBron and them guys are probably not playing because we already didn't beat y'all multiple times already. We know we're gonna win against y'all. I mean, if y'all win against win this year, it's like okay, bro. Okay, you got one win out of our twenty eight. Like it's it and, and not and no offense to other countries, but bro, we're better than you. Just we are. We're better than you in every sense. Like it. it it doesn't really, <laughs> it doesn't really make sense to do all that. Like it's just like, hey, bro, we gonna beat you in everything anyways. It's just, we're the dominant team. We always are. It just never matters what who's on the court. No matter if it's Russia, Germany, whatever, we're be we're better than you, bro. I'm sorry, and I don't want to be that guy, but I'm sorry, we're better. And I'm I'm a homer. I'm root for my home team, and that's the U.S. So whatever. Um, but uh, speaking of of that being a homer, I am still going for the. Milwaukee Bucks in this game. I'm sorry, I just changed subjects like that. Yeah, I did. But I say I changed subjects so quick, but whatever. I don't really want to talk about the Olympics like that, though. So, yeah, speaking of, like I said, speaking of homers, I'm going to pick the Milwaukee Bucks. I'm going to be a homer, and I'm going to pick the Milwaukee Bucks to win this series and win this game. And these both get back, back to that game. I believe the Milwaukee Bucks can win game six, game five and game six, I believe. I believe the Bucks, if they come with the same intensity, the same desperation, the Atlanta Hawks came with the last game. The Buc- the Milwaukee Bucks are going to win this easily, both of these games easily, because they have matchup problems that they still haven't figured out to like to take on. They, they and that's the irritating thing about the Milwaukee Bucks is that you find they find a find a way to to beat them, and you, you know they can beat them. You know that they can probably beat the Hawks even without Giannis. I believe they can beat the Hawks even with Trey Young on the lineup. I, I believe the Bucks can beat the Hawks, but it's just the simple fact of they don't take advantage of their matchup problems or their matchups. With with the same, okay, so for example, Trey Young. Trey Young, he gonna get thirty. He might get thirty, but he's not gonna get thirty uh, efficient. He's gonna get, not gonna get an efficient thirty. He's gonna get a, a pretty bad thirty. Like it's gonna be, he gonna get thirty points. And he gonna take thirty shots to get them thirty points. He's not gonna be taking. He's not gonna be nine or fit nine or fifteen, and he got thirty points. He's not gonna be like that. He's gonna be like okay. 
he's going to be like, oh, okay, he's going to probably be 21 of 30, and he's going to get 30. So it's like you, with Trey Young, you have to make him, like I said before, you have to make him pass early. You have to make him trust the others, which now I think now he's going to probably trust the others more better now that Bogdan has played well, so he's probably going to trust him a little bit more, which that means just you got to win your one-on-one matchups. And the Bucs has got to play overall better defense, better physical defense. And I get sometimes the Bucs don't want to play physical defense sometimes because a lot of fouls are being called in these, this series, and I don't want to bring the refs in there, but a lot of these calls, like this this whole series, the refs have been – it's been terrible. And I'm not – I don't want to speak on it because it wasn't a close game. So you'd be like, man, why? Why isn't it a close game? So, of course, it ain't the refs' fault. But for me, it is. Some of these calls are just bad. It's not – and it, I don't think it affects the game, but it's just – it's sometimes these calls are just bad. It's just – Terrible! It's just so bad. Like especially Trey Young when he's in a game, and he does that that stop that that awkward. They're getting rid of that now. That shooting form that's not even a foul. That's really an offensive foul. They're getting rid of that next year. They should have got rid of this playoffs because all Trey Young's been doing it this entire playoffs, and that's the only thing. He's, the only reason why he's been getting a point sometimes when they're off. That's the only reason why he's been getting a lot of points because night. That's not the only reason. It's because Drew Hyde has been getting messed up. He's not been. The Bucs has not been playing great inspired defense this entire playoffs. So that's not the total reason, but it's one of the reasons. But for me, man, it's I believe the Milwaukee Bucks can win this game. I believe the Milwaukee Bucks have a chance to do something that they haven't done in a while, and that's go to the NBA Finals. And I don't know if Giannis is going to be playing in the NBA Finals or even playing in this game also or next game also. I, be, I believe if the Milwaukee Bucks go up 3-2, he's most likely not going to play. I believe if they lose, though, I believe that he might play. They might he might play game three. He might play game six. But if they go up three two, I believe they're not gonna. Play. I I wouldn't. I still wouldn't either way. But if they win this game, I believe the Bucks are not really not gonna play them next game. They're gonna be okay. Well, let's just close it out in Atlanta, which they with the the what's the name the Suns did with the Clippers. They lost. They won. They uh ended it in their house in uh the Clippers house. So I think that's what the, the Milwaukee Bucks need to do. They can end it in Atlanta. And, and it's, I'm sorry for Atlanta, but Atlanta played play their best. But I think ultimately the Bucks are a better team overall. I mean, in my that show game might have shown a little bit that they're not. But I believe the Bucks if they if they come with the same intensity as Atlanta Hawks, they have the advantage everywhere else. I believe the Bucks are going to win this game. All they have to do is play hard and play it to. Level at the same level as the Atlanta Hawks and the Atlanta Hawks when they come to that fiery desperation intensity play at that same level. You play at the same level, you're gonna outmatch them by eons, by by a mile because you have the better matchups. You have the guys that can do more things with the ball. I mean, Bogdanovic is great, but it was just he. I mean, he had 20 last game and people acted like, oh my god, he set the world on fire, which he did. He he balled out from the three, but at the end of the day, man. It's like, okay, do you really think believe that he's consistently going to do that? And specifically this game, do you believe he's going to get you that same amount of points this game, even though he had a, uh, a coming-out party in a sense? I mean, we said that same thing for about uh, Chris Milton and what happened next game. He just was booty. So, I mean, and he had one good game. Bogdanovich had one good game out of his whole entire playoffs playing against, playing against the Bucks. He had one good game. So, I mean, he might, he might come to play. He might not. You just never know. But Ultimately, I think I believe the Milwaukee Bucks need to play some defense. They need to play some inspired defense. They need to get Lopez out of the damn paint and say, "Bruh, go and contest some of them shots." 
Or if, if not that, I think I believe if he's not going to give you nothing a lot on the defense end, the offense end, he has to give you something other than threes because he has an advantage every time he goes in the paint. Even if it's Clint Capella, he has that advantage. He can move better. He's bigger. He can. He has a better a better um, not just the mindset, but he has a he's a better he has a better form to the ball. Not a form. Not what, what's the better word? He has a better hold on to like he can dribble with the basketball better than Clint Capella. Not. Not dribble. I'm trying to think of a word. <laughs> not dribble. It makes no sense why I'm trying to say now. He has, he's better all, all offensively with the ball. That's what I'm trying to say. He's better offensively with the ball. That's well, that's the that's what I want to say. But yeah, like for me, a uh, Brook Lopez, he can shoot threes. He can go go in the post. And I, if I'm Brook Lopez, I'm going in the post today. Like even especially at Clint Capella. And speaking of Trey Young, yeah, Trey Young's is questionable, and uh, I think Clint Capella's questionable with an eye. Someone with his eye that he's questionable about, he might play on it. And I think he's going to play on it. But if he doesn't, the Bucks got to have at least 70 to 80 points in the paint. They got to. It, I'm going to be pissed that they don't. If they don't have at least 70 to 80 points in the paint. And the thing about the Bucks is, even though the, the Hawks might outshoot you from three, you can outshoot them from the, from the paint. If you have 80 points in the paint and they have 40 points in the from three, it's not going to matter. Because if they are, if you imagine, okay, imagine this, you got 80 points in the paint, and you got probably like, I'll probably say 20 points from three. That's good enough. You, you're good enough. That's 100 points. So say if they have 40 points from three and 20 and and uh and uh, 50 points from the uh from the from the uh paint, you're still gonna win by like at least 10. So it's like the Bucks. You don't have to always shoot threes. The Bucks. That's what pisses me off about the Bucks. They're struggling right now from three, which they're they have been historically a good three point three three-point shooting team for the past three regular seasons. But this playoffs, I'm, I'm like Bucks. Just go in the paint. You have the advantage every time. Drew Holiday, it pisses me off when Drew Holiday does that, where he shoots a deep-ass three, and then the next play, he'll go down in the paint and get go in the paint and get a uh, layup easily or get a foul easily. And it's like, Bucks, what in the hell? They, they just pick and choose whenever time they want to go, whenever, whenever – they pick and choose the time they want to go in the paint. And it's irritating. It's like, okay, just pick it. Like, it's, and it, at the end of the day, I feel like, okay, the only person that he should be shooting in this game, he's shooting threes in this game, is either Chris Middleton or Pat Connaughton. One of the two. If Pat Connaughton shoot threes, it got to be wide open, too. I believe if it's not wide open, try to try, drive in the paint and see if you can get a foul, see if you can get a, a, a easy bucket. And same thing for Brent Forbes. If you it's not open, try to see if you can go in the paint, see if you can get a foul. Whatever. If it's not open, don't shoot it. But at the end of the day, I believe the Bucks. All the Bucks have to do, which is like I said, it's so simple. I I said this last last podcast. It's so easy. It's hard. The easiest thing the Bucks have to do. It's and it's really an easy adjustment. Just play hard defense. Play hard, inspired defense. If you play as hard, inspired defense, we're gonna win this game by a mile. And I'm, I'm, and the more and more I talk about it, the more and more I get confident about the Milwaukee Bucks and I'm winning. I'm visualizing the Bucks winning against, winning this game. So I'm getting more and more excited about it. But I thank you guys for listening to this podcast. That's all I really got to say about the podcast. I'm like a six. Well, I'm really not going to talk about a lot. And the, oh, and two, I want to speak on this before I end this podcast though. The I shout out to the LA Clippers, man. Reggie Jackson. I mean, I saw that in the post game interview, man. That man. He he gonna get a contract. He gonna get a, he played on a one year minimum, 
That man played his ass off, had the most threes this entire postseason. Man, Reggie Jackson, he's going to get paid for sure next year. A good deal. I mean, and he deserves all of it, man. That man played his ass off this playoffs. And also, man, shout out to the Clippers for the, what they gave. Um, and then Chris Paul, man, a whole legend. Chris Paul is probably one of my favorite point guards. It's probably him. In, in, in my era, it's probably him. Uh, Chris Paul, like I said, Chris Paul, R Rondo. Um, if you count, count LeBron James as one, it's LeBron James, LaMelo Ball. Um, LaMelo Ball is probably one of my favorite point guards in this, like, era. And I've been watching him since high school. So, like, it's it's been fun to watch him and to see how his rise from from high school to when he went to Australia and Lithuania, and then he went back, came back to the U.S. and and go uh, apply for the draft. Applied, he registered for the draft, and he got drafted. Was it number two to the Hornets or two or one? I, I don't believe it's like two or one. Or, I think it's three. Was it three? I don't believe. I don't remember what. Let me check my uh, notes real quick. Um, let me check them real quick. So I'll just check my notes. Oh yeah, so he did get drafted in the third, uh, the first round and the third pick. Yeah, so I'm right. So yeah, so. I, that's one probably one of my favorite point. Well, those are probably one of my favorites point guards right now. Favorites point guards that don't make sense, <laughs> but you know what I mean, y'all. Those are one of those are a couple of my or multiple, but people that are my favorite point guards right now. LeBron could is he considered a point guard? He probably is. Whatever. I'm just gonna call him a point guard, but he's one of my favorite. I'll say players. I would say, and in this uh this in my year of watching basketball, my not year, but. My era of basketball is probably, like I said, LeBron, Chris Paul, LaMelo Ball, Lonzo, if he uh, can play a little bit better. And also, I think it was what was one of them, LaMelo Ball, of course. And then it's uh, Drew Hotty is actually one of my favorite players, too, especially when I what I when I when saw what uh, happened uh, with, like, especially when he done, what he's done for the community and or whatever. Man, I really appreciate him for doing that for Milwaukee. Because Milwaukee, especially Milwaukee black businesses need that. We really were affected by the pandemic. So, man, I love that about Drew Holiday. But, uh, yeah, speaking of about uh, what I love, though, what I love is for people to, uh, y'all can tune in to the podcast. You need to listen to the podcast. That's what I need y'all to do. I haven't said it in a while because I've been letting y'all live, but I need y'all, that's what I need y'all to do. I need y'all to, to like, to share this podcast episode on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you at, wherever you at in this world, I need to share, like, tweet, whatever. Share this podcast. You can um uh go listen to the podcast on Stitcher, not Stitcher. You can go to Spotify, not Spotify, Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Um, so yeah, and like I said about uh Twitter, my Twitter handle is Marquise ninety five Sports M A R K E S E. 95 Sports. That's also my Instagram handle, Marquise 95 Sports. M-A-R-K-E-S-E 95 Sports. That's all together. Uh, if you want to go to my Facebook page, it's the whatever you want to call it Facebook page. You can tweet me. You can Instagram um, DM me or message me. And I'll probably answer if you if you uh, DM me the right answer. Uh, not answer, but the right question. Hopefully it's sports related. I hope it's not nobody just randomly saying stuff. So, Because I hate when people do that. When you Derek messed me, and it's some random shit. It's just like, oh, well, I'm a direct graphic designer. I hate that. You know, I, that's I, I, I'm sorry to go off subject, but I hate that about people when people do that. When you got it's a it's a whole they somebody talking about a certain topic, and it's just that random person that's coming in just like, oh, well, I'm I'm a graphic designer and I do this and that. I'm like, well, that ain't got nothing to do with the question. 
<laughs> so yeah, for me, I'm sorry. I'm sorry talking about it, but yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. I, I'll see y'all guys next episode. Peace.